Neon lights, neon lights. Dancing with my demons, do the dash me out of sight. Running up, secure the bag. Hello and welcome to the Science Science Podcast. I'm Kyle Loxton, joined by... Kyle. And it's uh, album review time. Logic College Park. Yes. That is right, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yes. I had to yes. make sure I was right there. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Logic is life, uh, you know. Logic Jumper, right? I said to you, one of your three logic artists. Yeah, <laughs> Logic and F and Eminem, I think, are the three. And then High Rise Creeps is my So, M&M. yeah, we'll but just be talking about like just everything linked to his album, his what music, we think of his it. craft, yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, but first, we will go with. Actually, music recommendation ain't happening first, is it? Because we're going to wait until we announce our our favourite, our top three songs, we'll say, and then we'll try and pick one each to be go on the playlist, the Soul and Size playlist on yeah. Spotify. Um, at the end, yeah. And maybe if we get the same one, then we can pick one for we'll the anyway. three anyway. We, yeah. can pick two, we can pick one each, it'll be fine. Um, so we'll go on to the other recommendations. Okay. So game, uh, just because logic appears in it, you know. So I've already said it. So what is it? Last of Us. Yeah. Last of Us. Well, part two, because he's in part, this part two. Part two, yeah. yeah. So I'd specifically say part two for this one. Yeah. yeah. And what do you think Logic's favourite game is? I think he has said it. I don't know what it is. I'm pretty I sure. I have it's... no idea. It's probably something like Doom and that. I don't know if it is Last of Us. I think it's Uncharted 4. I, I th- mean, I think it's Uncharted he likes. Uncharted, can you? I'm not so. sure. I swear he said his favourite one. one of his Uncharted and Last of Us would make sense. And the fact that he's in The Last of Us surely yeah. should be his favourite. He likes PlayStation exclusives, I think. Well, he likes anything gaming, I guess. Yeah, he's just gaming. Super it? Meat Boy. No. <laughs> Bobby Boy. Um, right. TV, Last of Us. So should we have a quick little mention about it? Okay. So thoughts on the episodes? Spoilers. It was okay, I thought. I mean, it was a slog for me to get through it, wasn't it? <laughs> the storyline, the background between who they are, obviously the meaning with Tommy and the fact that Ellie now knows about Joel's daughter, make it like it brings it all in to add a lot of meaning to the story. Um, Depending on how you want to look at it, if you want to see the action sense of things, then it is a bit slow. There's not much of it, but I don't think there's supposed to be because it is supposed to be about the characters instead of Mm -hmm. the situation more. I feel Um, like they get a bit closer... From Joel's reaction to Ellie's reaction to her finding out, it's brought them a bit closer. Yeah, so like yeah. towards the end, isn't it? I think Joel's actually gone quite yeah. close to Ellie now. So, and then obviously, spoiler: Joel gets fucked. Ainly. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, yeah, he's in a bad way, which again was what how the game. Yeah, exactly. Does so it, you isn't know, it, so? you know that by the end of the episode, you're going to be sad because Joel's fucked. <laughs> Just like you know that after the first episode of season two. You're going to be crying because of what happens. Yeah, which I was speaking to someone at work and they said, I think if the director's trying to give you a different perspective on how things pan out, you know Bill's storyline was really different, wasn't it, in some ways? Do you reckon they'll keep him alive just going, this might be how the story panned out if he was still alive? That'd be well cool. No, Good. because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Good. Because <laughs> I'm fairly certain it's already been announced that they're following... Abby. The- the second game, the second season is going to be based off the second game. All right. Meaning that's how it's going I to mean, go. like you said, it'd be cool if it was a different alternative. Like, if he were alive, like, this is what would happen. Yeah, but it would make it kind of pointless following the game, I suppose, then, wouldn't it? It'd make it its own thing, which makes would be it quite good. fun, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but seeing as the game was so popular, yeah. the storyline of that, obviously, that's what they want to keep it along the lines of. They might lose a lot of viewership. 
if they go with something different because people want to see the game portrayed mm. in a slightly different and more meaningful way which i think is what they're That's doing fair enough yeah focusing less on the combat and the infected and more on the relationships with the characters of people yeah so cool but yeah it was quite good what did you think the same i like yeah i liked, three left, I liked no, it, it as a as a story building episode as a storyline series it's been really good mm-hmm. um you can say not so much on the action but it depends as as i said depends what way you want to look at it if you want to look at it you only want action like you want john wick you're not gonna yeah. get it kind of thing well speaking of john wick uh yeah so film this isn't a film recommendation but go for it so um today's the 24th so a month from this will be the 24th of march hopefully john wick four all right michael owen what <laughs> A month from today will be a month from today. Is that what I just said? <laughs> it's oh. the 24th, and a month from today will be the 24th. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, when you've got like an essay and you need to hit a certain word count, so you just start chatting random shit. Basically, yeah, you just start just saying everything but, um, as it is. But yeah, yeah they released John the trailer. Wick, yeah. yeah, so I think it's about a three-hour-long film, isn't that what we said? It's just under three hours, I think, or it's supposed to be. Which I'm really excited to see where they go with it, whether it's going to be John Wick on a revenge mission because he gets left in a... Bad way, spoilers. Whether or not it'll actually be good, because, you know, it could be trash. Yeah, he might have not even survived that. Yeah, at the he, end, might, he, might, was... he might just do a Joel and, spoilers, oh, well, die at the start. Imagine. Yeah, and then the storyline follows... But it's called John Wick, and it's just not even about... Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it just follows nobody. Good. Um, right, so this isn't a film recommendation either, but I'm going to say it because it kind of ties in with mine. So Cocaine Bear came out, and the reviews for it have been banging. It looks jokes... We'll and watch it. we will watch it at some point but definitely go and watch that but my film recommendation is Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey oh my god Do you remember, I remember when you I sent sending you that, that? yeah, yeah that so trailer. It's, it's Winnie the Pooh serial killer it's Mike Myers <laughs> Winnie the Pooh basically like Halloween Why? meets Winnie the Pooh <laughs> it, it, like it's full blown like serial killer I think what like good budget okay budget <laughs> like terrifier budget probably yeah People have said it's so bad that it's good right. kind of thing, which yeah. I think is what the Terrifier's mm-hmm. like. Um, but just the fact that it's Winnie the Pooh on a slaughter mission makes Why it sound not? jokes, doesn't it, to be honest? Yeah. I watched the starting little like intro bit and it just sounded jokes from what they were oh, saying. Right. Like they they did like, you know, at the start of Shrek they go through the book, don't they? And they're like, This is the fairy tale of Daddy Daddy. Oh, okay, I was they gonna say that. To you, do like it that. along those lines. Yeah. And it makes it sound jokes and then obviously it goes into real life like kind of thing. But it just makes it sound funny how Maybe like, they tell this that. little Winnie the Pooh backstory. We should watch that. It's in a cinema in I cinema. assume America. <laughs> and it it did quite well on the opening weekend, considering what it is. Yeah. But I'm sure we could find it somewhere to watch here, because it's not in the cinema here, is it? Yeah, it's not near VPN anyway, or something. So. But that and Cocaine Bear, yeah, I'll, be, I'll definitely watch Cocaine Bear. Because yeah. as I say, it's based off true story as well. Yeah, exactly. But I just consumed a load of cocaine on a rampage. Yeah. I don't know if he killed a load of people then, I'm not sure. But... Well, we'll watch the film and find out. Yeah. Uh, right. Is it page from the book next? Okay, yeah. Dictionary of School Stories by John Koenig. I went with chapter three, montage of attractions, finding shelter in the presence of others, and the word is the McFly effect. The McFly effect. It's not really a word, but so, okay. Um, I'm trying to think whether you might be able to figure it out, uh, the McFly effect. I was trying to think of a McFly song, but I couldn't... It's <laughs> not a song. So what's another no, McFly? Huh? What's another McFly that you can think of, like a name? It's not a, nothing to do with music. 
a McDonald's burger with a fly in it. No, I, I don't know if you've seen. You might have seen it. It's Back to the Future. Oh, no, okay. Martin McFly. Oh, okay. So it's the phenom- phenomenon of observing your parents interact with people they grew up with, which reboots their personalities into youth mode, offering you a glimpse of the dreamers and rascals they used to be before you came into the picture. Okay, so it kind of shows that even when you become a parent, you still got and even when you grow up, there's still like certain situations and mm-hmm. certain people which will bring out your, I'll say, true self. You could even link it to old friends, like what we mentioned a while ago. If you see a friend that used to be with in school, you might act similar ways because that's how you've known them, isn't yeah. it? But I do think as well, what's I'm trying to think? When someone says you're only an adult because of like certain responsibilities appear that we're still all kids, don't know what the fuck we're doing. It is, lives. isn't it? Yeah. So, it's just adults make it look like they know yeah, what they're exactly, doing. Yeah, exactly. But really, we thing. don't. When I can't say that either of us really make it Fuck look knows like we're doing. everybody knows that we're clueless so. <laughs> but it refers to marty mcfly the protagonist of back to the future who travels back in time and interacts with his parents while they're still in their teens so the first back to the future which Fair slaps enough, yeah so he goes back to his high school yeah which is quite cool sound so there we go i don't really know don't really no, yeah. I think that's about it. So I think we just uh, fly <laughs> straight on by to the main topic. Main being, topic. Uh, obviously, College Logic, College Park. So um, what do you want to start with, mate? Us reviewing the album. So I think we just go with our top three songs then. Oh, okay. And we pick the music recommendation. So you do your top three a second. Oh, I've just got to load up. DL, okay. I actually had five. Oh, do you want me to do Because you know the album more, wouldn't you? So go on, then. I'd probably surprise you more. So this would be in order as well, probably. Right. So number three would be Red Pill... Seven. Okay. Yep, right, okay. yeah, number three. Yep. Number two. Oh, if I can remember. Helpful. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. Shit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it was that. So number two was Paradise 2. Right. And then number one was Shimmy. Oh. <laughs> okay, so two of yours are mine. So, should I give my reasons why I said that? Yeah. So, I liked Red Pill 7 because he goes off on one on that. I like his lyrics. He, it's, and it's constant, isn't it? Fuck you, lyrics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I quite like that. And I love the narration at the end by Lucy Rose, isn't it? Yeah. I like what she says in the end, which I've screenshotted, but we can talk about lyrics and stuff like that yep. at some point. And then I like Paradise 2 just because I like that whole vibe of his flow with yep. it and things. Cool. Uh, his whole logics talking bit i'm just gonna say talking bit skit at the end is cool in that one as well and in the sense of the whole robbery thing like it's just it's a funny skit yeah in there, really so and his lyrics i like um is a bit more family orientated as well sometimes he's more just chill back reflecting i think it's in a, that, a it's little a bit slower more. feeling song although yeah. i will say paradise i think is better than paradise too right it's still the same but vibe anyway, though next paradise is, is still one of the best is, projects yeah, ever so. made but <laughs> and then shimmy it's just a bop i like that i just think that it, playing that live like that would be a cool song to listen to so i quite like that sort of i like joey badass as well i like his music so okay it's a good feature so my top two aren't in a particular order but the third one so my number three i'm gonna say is self-medication okay um it's got my favorite feature on it or one of my favourite features, because I can't fucking decide, um, which is Red Man, okay. which obviously he's to do with... I can't remember the fucking name. I asked somebody at work, because he knows um, Wu-Tang Clan really well, and Red Man is to do with one of the Wu-Tang Clan. Like mm-hmm. They kind of go hand-in-hand hand sort of thing, but he's not part of it. Um, but I like his verse. It's like decent, um, although I'm going to say it's probably not my best on the album, but 
it's one of the best, I think. Um, although his features are all insane. Um, and then the, fir- the top two are two that are in yours. Uh, Red Pill 7 and Shimmy. So Red-, Red Pill 7, I I think, is my top. I can't decide. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he just goes off on one. It's just constant flow, constant lyrics. I had a he feeling that was your mad. top, to be fair. Like, when I listened to it, I said, that's I your thought it one. would be on yours as well, but then I had the feeling that, this again, I can't remember the fucking name of it, um, Village Slum might yeah, be that was on up the top there. of yours. So Village yeah. Slum is my number four, and the only reason yeah. I didn't say it in there is because, like, just then, I forgot the fucking name every time, so I thought I ain't including it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Shimmy. I did like it. Like, um, the ones that made me stop and actually look at, like, my phone sort of thing, like, what am I listening to, was Village Slum was my first one that I actually looked at. So that took my attention. But Shimmy and things grew on me when I kept listening to it a little bit. So I would give Village Slum its props. Like, I did, yeah, yeah. I did like it because of the what we said proper old school Eminem vibes I felt when I listened to it so cool style uh, Red Pill 7 was the first one that stood out to me it's quite early in the project so it was going to I don't shuffle if not (laughs) the album I didn't play it in order I played it in order because of the transitions were good some of the transitions were insane and it gives a story actually and the skits at the end of each song it tells you the story Mm -hmm. from when he wakes up to when he's finished his gig because obviously it's about his first gig I'll say probably about his first gig. I assume it's his first gig. His first like um, sold out or successful like yeah. Red like I don't know how he but was. Yeah, Shimmy. So as soon as I heard the start of Shimmy, I paused it, went over to the person who knows music at work, and I was like, "Listen to this." And he listened, and he was like, "Fucking hell!" Because <laughs> that was the moment I said to him, "I fucking love this album." <laughs> um, I think I've got it written down somewhere. I hope. Uh, do do So it's cool to hear stuff like shimmy uh although uh, surely that's not all i wrote down um it's sh- the whole shimmy shimmy yeah shimmy yeah shimmy, skate yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> skate i thought, vibes. It, I yeah, thought it was I skate thought, yeah but it's i've taken a picture of it so it's pimp c and the whole uh when well, no, i'm on a different fuck it i'm no ignore that i'm on a completely different song that's why um, but yeah, that, that whole like thing that. of shimmy shimmy yum. Yeah, shimmy, yeah, it's yeah, such a good song. Yeah. <laughs> just reminds you of school with that song, and like the whole beat, just it <laughs> it made me think. Yeah, so I think that might be my top one. So, well, yeah. actually, no. So, music recommendation, yours? I think it's either shimmy or red pill, because we'll just choose one. Okay, mate. so shimmy and red pill. There you go, the two. <laughs> okay, we'll no, just the two. two. So, because I thought are you going to say shimmy and I'm going to say red pill. Okay, so, yeah. Shimmy and red pill seven are both on there. Um, shout outs to everything else on the project <laughs> so what do you think of Joey Badass then as a feature decent he's yeah. good isn't he yeah. I do like his music um, his features as a whole so I'm just yeah. going to quickly run through them they're all really uh, good Lucy Rose Lit Anyway uh, sorry if I miss any but I can't turn my phone sideways and I can't see them one. all that's another Wu-Tang Rizza, is it Wu-Tang yeah. yeah obviously the whole thing about that of him being in a dream that he's recorded the song with RZA he's got a song with RZA on uh, so it's, is it Porter 1 yeah, on vinyl days uh, I'm just going to quickly have a look ski if it comes up yeah there it is uh, right so the song with RZA is Porter 1 on vinyl days so he actually performs with him there so obviously he's wanted since the start to be able to perform with Wu-Tang yeah the whole plan he's actually up. managed to and he's picked out some of them individually as well um, which I'll mention another one that he does in a minute actually C. Castro so I'll say favourite mm-hmm. features his features on this album, I think, are fucking insane. How they come in is good, isn't yeah. it? So him on lightsabers is probably my favourite one. Um, although, 
on the 38 da di da di da one the one that's the coordinates mm-hmm. for where they I like his int- I like how he comes in on that him on that as well and then Gaithersburg freestyle as well but well all the features on that one as well but mm-hmm. yeah and then you got obviously Big Lambo and all that he's been in a uh, few Seth MacFarlane <coughs> Redman uh, Track Select uh, Static Selector uh, Bumby um, Little Kiki they're the main ones, I think. Nora Jordan Jones Harris. is pretty cool. Jordan Harris, I don't actually know who he is, but his whole thing in there is cool as well because um, that was my number five song, Come On Down. But um, I like Lucy Rose is obviously the best feature. Lu- Lucy Rose, so I've so actually cool. got it written down. Uh, <laughs> so her voice... So good, so sexy. Is I wasn't going to say that because I wasn't going to try not to go along those lines. So but good. It's, it's a, such a cool sounding voice. Yes. And the accent is like, it's so like soothing. It's quite mellow, British like, though, isn't it? How she's talking, very clear. But the way, like you can sit there and it's so nice to listen to, isn't it? Yeah. Like, amongst like your rap, all your kind of like harsh, I'll say male voices and logics, jokes, ones in the skits, the girl ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh yeah, his own voices. Having him... Having her voice, some of those stuff, mm-hmm. like some of those things, like obviously she's in, uh, do, 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 in wake up, intermission. She's in intermission, <laughs> you know, of course, <laughs> but she's in wake up, and she's actually featured on that one. Yeah, and then I was thinking, oh, okay, that's it. But then the fact that she does appear in some other ones, because I I stopped and I was like, that sounds like her. So I went back oh, right. to wake up and went to the end, and I was like, yeah, okay. Because then obviously you asked me, you said, who is it? So like, oh, it's Lucy Rose. It's, in a mission yeah because he uses what was the woman's voice he uses in other projects isn't it like the car radio voice you know like the robot sort of voice the Thalia voice yeah yeah Uh, but I like this one more if you can see it on my jumper (laughs) I like Lucy Rose Um, a lot more though but I feel like because I like I know he's into his films and things it's quite cinematic when you have like a narration about something which is what that is isn't it so what I thought of you know I don't know if you walk among the tombstones Liam Neeson film I know what you mean. I don't um, think I watched it. When there's like a shootout towards, well, the end spoiler, but in a graveyard, <laughs> she's reading out these like confessions or sins or something and something's happening in the film. So like, oh, it just sounds so cool. Like this woman narrating over just absolute chaos. Like, yeah. It's quite cinematic. And I said, um, I always thought like if I was to ever make a, you know, a mad sort of album, it would be stuff like that. Like the Lucy Rose. I've always had that in my mind. So as soon as I heard it, I love the spoken word. Sort of like, things. yeah, telling a story, yeah, isn't so it? Cool. Which is so what, so I'll move on to this of, it's kind of skipping my list of order, mm. but comparison to others. Okay. Um, it's up there with when I've been listening to it, it's one of my more favorite ones. Like every single song on there, I'd happily listen to. Yeah. Sometimes there'll be a song where I'm like, I can't be bothered with that or I'll skip it or like the skits. I'll be like, I can't be bothered with that. Like yeah. voice, the voicemails and stuff like that. Like I, I don't necessarily want to hear it at that point. Cause I just want to listen to the music, but these ones is actually even, yeah, you get to the end of the song and it's quite funny just to listen to that. Even if you've listened to it a hundred times. Oh so, uh, yeah, it's cool. I think so it's I, I've listened to this album seven or eight times like, through. <laughs> and it's, it's just come um, out today, by the way. Which is a Friday that we're yeah. recording this. Um, so, I'm not going to put it as my best. It might grow on me. It might not. But it gives me extreme, the incredible true story vibes. Yes. Which is what I said to you when this got announced and when the first song came out, I think it was. Or when he announced what the whole like idea of it was going to be. I think I said this on the podcast. Incredible True Story is a story, isn't it? Because yeah. they approach in paradise, aren't they? So as soon as he said it was College Park, yeah. As soon as the Lucy Rose feature on Wake Up, 
I was like, I I'm, said to you, I'm fairly certain it was on the podcast. This album is going to be like the incredible true story, isn't it? It's going to be a story throughout him growing mm-hmm. up, which, okay, it was a story about him. Yeah. The day of his first show, essentially. But the whole fact that he's obviously telling that story again, there's actually a point to it. Yeah. So I saw something, he's got the little bits at the end, the skits at the end saying about that day. And then he's also got his, the song is then about his now perspective on that topic. So whatever the topic is about, so like the shootout, say, um, in the robbery, in the shop, um, obviously now is a, is his thoughts about it now. Mm-hmm. And then he's rapping about it or maybe like about performing in a crowd and about how he's now perceiving it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, of Like his then and now, his 2011 and 2023 or 22, whenever he was actually recording this, um, perspectives on it. So it's actually like changed throughout and how you can see how it's changed kind of thing. Yeah. So what we're we going to go through, would you say your top three logic projects? Oh, seeing as you want to rank it. I don't know if I could do that. I can. I Ignoring this. I could okay. do actually. I know I could do three because I think College Park's in top three. So I'd say three would be Welcome to, um, oh, no, three would be College Park, two would be Welcome to Forever and then one incredible <laughs> true story. Okay. So I'm torn College Park, I really like this. Though. Is probably going to make it, but No Pressure is up there for me. Yeah, it's good. Um, so I'll maybe say No Pressure is number four. This is number three. The Incredible True Story is two, and Welcome Dang. to Forever's one. So the fact that our essentially top four is probably all the same then. Similar. Um, there are some really. Like, I like quite a lot of his stuff. They like Under Pressure. I really like. Exactly, but I think about it now. I probably couldn't sit there and listen to it on repeat. Like I pick out certain songs. I like bounce. I listen to it all day, every day. But where do you got to um, go? College Park some time, I guess, and see whether you'd still be playing in rotation. Isn't exactly. It? Like after a month, are you still gonna? Would you still happily sit there and listen to the yeah, album every single day? When No Pressure came out, that play I played that a lot, but I haven't really played much from that now recently. So I have. I really like that one. But you like. Him, but though, like, yeah, Bobby <laughs> so Tarantino like three as stuff, well. Like you've got like Flawless and yeah. God Might Judge. Like those two, I'll constantly listen to, and normally it kind of makes the project for me. I'll have like a playlist of him, and it's just all of his stuff on shuffle. So yeah. it's just a, a maybe like what, two or three songs of each of his projects that just on a playlist. That's what I will normally listen to. But I do that, but with every single song. <laughs> but then Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. They've got cool memories to it because obviously that's when we actually yeah. went off and saw him, wasn't it? So that was a good memory linked to that album. Yeah, so, well, so two things. Obviously, we were supposed to go and see him when The Incredible True Story came out. Oh, which would have been sick, though. Which would have been insane yeah. in London. Meet and greet And that was well. when he was like, a smaller artist, yeah. 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 Um, oh, yeah but obviously, health reasons, he couldn't. So he cancelled the European t- side of the tour. Um, and then we actually went and saw him for Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. So I remember we, we saying, if he doesn't come to us, we'll come to him. Yeah, exactly. And we did. And we did. Yeah, we thought, fuck it, let's go, didn't we? Yeah, that was good. Um, but yeah. In Chicago, wasn't it? On his first, like, what did he say? His first show we ever done saw that was in Chicago. Yeah, yeah it was good. Um, it was good seeing him. Right, I've got a few notes that I'm just going to kind of go through. Oh, yeah, go through um, questions. So... I don't know if you would have noticed this, but it's a fucking lyric. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, Oh, we're doing lyrics. No. So this is just not favorite. This is just one that stood out to me. Kind of like this jokes because of you. Okay. Okay. So I had to Google it. So I sat at work and I Googled it on uh, genius. So rap genius Mm -hmm. shout out. That's that's where quite a lot of stuff's come from. It's mad that it's already on genius that as well. And there's actually meaning behind some of it as well. Like some of the lyrics. So Clone Wars 3, um, the fact that he says Avada Kedavra. 
Does he? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, give it another listen after this. And he actually <laughs> says Avada Kedavra. It stood out like a sore thumb. I know that you shook your like, head nah. when you listened I, to I, it. I, I had to rewind it. I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> just got to get a Shrek line now, Logic. Come on. Just <laughs> um, self-medication. So there'll be more than this. This is just kind of what stood out to me. But self-medication um, in the little skit at the end. Uh, one of them, I, I don't know who it was. I think it might have been Castro. It says, uh, where the bitch is at. Mm. And then Logic replies with, now where the beat's at. Well, so it goes to show his mindset that he actually cares more about the music than what you can get from it, essentially. Like mm-hmm. the money and the bitches, basically. Um, which is pretty cool to hear. Um, yeah. Same song, obviously, Seth MacFarlane with his Frank Sinatra type well good though isn't thing. it to be honest the sound of it like he started singing and I thought what the fuck I generally thought I... it was a Frank Sinatra like sample or something because I thought when he said Seth MacFarlane I was like oh okay it might be like a family guy like it Stewie might be him Griffin. talking or He's something got a Stewie Griffin song yeah yeah um, it, it threw me yeah it was good I, I heard it and I was like that's Seth MacFarlane and then a few sentences in I was like this sounds exactly like a type of like Frank Sinatra thing like 21 I uh, won the song yeah uh, when I was 21, 21. yeah exactly um, Paradise 2 the ending with the robbery which I mentioned the fact that Logic voices the uh, cashier Nicky behind the counter yeah what's the, jokes and uh, just um, doing his little like weird voices the drive through girl as well picking up the food Oh yeah, um, <laughs> on that. that's Eminem yeah. style. That to be fair. So is the cashier one as well. Like, it's mad, really. <laughs> like where the stuff's come from. Um, Ao. So the sample, which is what I was actually on about earlier, which I got completely confused by. So Pimp C um, with the uh, knocking down doors, showing these parts. I'm gonna come through. Uh, and show my oh, yeah, yeah. He's used that before, hasn't he? Yep. So it's in. I could, I, this drove me crazy. I couldn't figure it out. It's in Man I Is and it's in Addiction. Addiction, which addiction yeah. is the one that I was thinking because I knew he used it yeah. in an old song. And there's many Looks other situations tune. where there's certain certain lines or there's actually well, certain lines from old projects <laughs> or references to old projects. And I don't know what song it was in, but there's an entire verse which was taken from an unreleased song in 2020, which it actually got leaked. And that's how somebody found that out. Um, but the fact he's obviously linking in his old stuff, like NF did with Hope, mm-hmm. he's linked in so much of his old music that it's kind of like it's nice to see the little like which shows because it's like kind of thing. It's all his stuff, isn't it? Not just at the end of the day, they're developing as a human being rather than just music, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, but I know there's another one where he goes. We know what I said to you when he's not going to be 50 rapping with his vein, but he says, I'm yeah. not going to be rapping quick, like get down, hit you with the Beretta. That's in gang related, that line. Yep. So that, yeah, obviously another reference yeah. to an old song. So, um, which makes sense. Like you're not going to go around doing that if you're not in that position in your life, are you? When it, you can't really, can you? It's like, just a bit random. Yeah. You're oh, and you've off. already said it as well. Yeah. So a lot of artists, um, you've vented with that project. It's done. You don't need to revisit it. Yeah. Like you've you've had your moment with it, sort of things, which makes sense. It's like onto the next one. Yeah. You still have a connection with it, but you don't need to stay in that loop because you're not in it anymore. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Um, I don't think people understand that, do no, because <laughs> they just want that one person that you've known them as. Yeah. So let's go then. on to that. So from Lightyear, he obviously talks about how he's ready for change. Yeah. And obviously with the, his son and his soon-to-be. I got feeling he'll go more cinematic um, with stuff. Yeah, so kind of like this, and now obviously he's not on Def Jam. He can do what he wants with mm-hmm. his music instead of having to go along the lines of somebody else. So it's going along the same lines, not like music style, I wouldn't say, but as NF. 
where they're going through changes at the same time and they're both showing it in their new projects um, of how they're kind of leaving their old selves behind. As good as it was, they're ready for the next step and actually changing 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 themselves and becoming who they actually Mm -hmm. want to be and who they feel they are instead of who people would want them to be. Yeah. Maybe, Um, which is pretty cool. And if you like them enough, then I think you'll understand that change. Yeah, exactly. Not you can change them with them, can't you? Yeah. Like you can understand that they actually want to move forward and do something different with their yeah. lives, and you can kind of you can try and get behind them. If you can't, then it's like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Mm. But it's nice to see the development, isn't it? Um, shout out though to uh, Quentin Thomas, the voice of the man in the Incredible True Story from Lightyear so you know Bullet as soon dude. as I Bullet Storm dude <laughs> as soon as I heard that I thought that sounds like the Incredible True Story man yeah and it just furthered my whole thing of this is the Incredible True Story 2 isn't it this is that brought to life because it did get teased that he was going to do the Incredible True Story 2 so I feel like this oh, is right. kind of like his way of doing it um, which is very similar like we said it is getting yeah. those sort of vibes to be honest yeah which obviously you've got Paradise 2 on it makes sense lucy rose is on here quite a lot makes sense that dude's on there the and it's a story driven album story driven yeah you've actually got a purpose behind yeah. the actual album you can listen to it in chronological order and it makes sense um it's yeah cool that he's obviously referenced a lot of his old music and big artists as well like from his past yeah um so some of the ones i've got written down are obd from obviously wu-tang clan um the wu-tang clan uh big kendrick lamar people like that where he's he's used some of their lyrics he's referenced them in some sort of way mm-hmm. inspirations um, isn't it exactly yeah and obviously it's people that he's wanted to work with and mm-hmm. some of them people he's actually been able to work with as well like the wu-tang clan for instance which is mad um, feeling where, i guess yeah exactly you've kind of grown up on that and you're thinking shit i'm actually able the same to, like, I'm like what yeah the exactly fuck? i'm actually able to do it mm. sort of thing aren't i um, yes so I'm trying to think of what else. I think the last thing... Oh, there's one thing I want to mention about Village Slum. So the fact that he's actually gone into his whole experience properly with Mm -hmm. his parents and obviously the drugs and alcohol is kind of what makes that song what it is. When he says it could be in his genes as well, it's quite easy to fall into it. Exactly. Um, he's obviously yeah talked about how his mum and dad were that, how he's grown up knowing that. He's tried to avoid it himself as well. For instance, he didn't drink until he was 27. Because mm-hmm. you've got a bad experience of seeing, I guess, what it could affect on like yeah. essential role models who's like to think in your life, isn't yeah. it? The fact he's actually rapping about like this is the dangers of it. This is what could happen like, yeah. and maybe why you should try and avoid it sort of thing um, is lyrically like what he's talking about i think that's the best song on the album mm-hmm. it's like there's so much meaning behind it um but yeah obviously getting lit goes yeah more, exactly goes, yeah. goes more sometimes doesn't it depends <laughs> like how, if you become quite vulnerable as an artist i think people connect differently isn't it if you and can it. understand because <laughs> like even if you completely shift the genres i know you don't really like it but say like bring me they have some mental connection just because of how sensitive and emotional he can be on the track and the fans like connect so differently yeah. like nf's fan base and imagine would be pretty 
intense you know what i mean because he's quite suicidal cool, isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah but like even logic's like some of his songs you know what i mean that one that is main one isn't it that everyone knows him from yeah i mean it's not really a jolly song is it no it's obviously about <laughs> suicide isn't it so suicide but I awareness you connect really well when you're not just listening to someone talking about like you said bitches and money all the time yeah exactly you feel yeah. like they've actually got a heart and <laughs> they consider some things they know that every day isn't going to be like that you know sometimes I mean? you need to go along those lines but yeah obviously yeah you said like oh he's rapping about different stuff he's rapping about family and that i'm not sure what to think of this kind of thing didn't you when mm-hmm. like no pressure came out and that it's like oh he's switching up but yeah you need to understand that that switch is going to happen you can't be constantly rapping about yeah money and bitches you rap about what's happening in your life kind of thing don't you which when you're coming up as an artist especially that's more, that's more mm-hmm. than likely or it's more likely that that's what it's going to be because that's where you kind of get enticed to isn't it and then as you grow up as you've been doing it for longer yeah other things take priority family and kids mm-hmm. um, you're still i guess if you've got logic and nf would be a good example if you've got like um reoccurring internal conflict isn't yeah. it that you that sort of content isn't going to go because yeah. that's just constantly resurfacing in your mind but your forefront vision like you said your friends might change. Your family's going to change, isn't it? Like, I remember Logic, one of his verses is like, he's changed up his wife and he was a lot happier or something. Yeah, so I saw that. So rap so, genius going on that. makes sense, yeah. But yeah. Like things that obviously in front of you are going to change, but like d- if you go deeper than that, that won't change. Like you're in a core of you. But your mindset it? on those things can change. So yeah. go to Village things, Slum. So the fact that he's now opening up about all of his, well, I mean, he's rapped about it before and all that as well. But the fact that he's actually rapping about it in like I say a positive way kind of thing of mm-hmm. like what, not aggressive is what it? can happen yeah and like as I say why you shouldn't necessarily do that but the fact that you can rap about it in that sort mm-hmm. of context is good I mean we could be way off of what he actually thinks but I think I say when it comes to music when it comes to any form of art actually even if you look at it in the way that the artist didn't intend it as long as it's helping you, mm-hmm. why does it matter? Okay, they need that. It's called um, they do something with music association. So you can define someone if they have a music taste or music association. Music taste would be something that you generally actually like the sound of and things like that and different genres like you like hip hop and thing. That's your music taste. Music association would be you connect to that song because you can relate to it, or you like yeah. a certain artist because you're in a good place when you discover them. So like every time you see them or hear them, it brings you to that sort of area, which makes music insane then, to be honest, when it's like that. Because you might not necessarily like their music, but the fact that you were in a really cool place or good memories by the time you heard them, it just brings you straight back to it. Like Skate Free, you know what I mean? That song, it instantly just brings you. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't necessarily (laughs) just bang it every day, but as soon as you hear it, you just think of that super mega bowl skate park or whatever it's called. (laughs) Exactly, it's mental. Probably like some FIFA songs as well. You'd probably hear them now and you'd be like, oh shit, yeah, I remember when we used to play like mad religious play FIFA back in the day with this song playing on repeat. Or um, like Macklemore, that brings back. I mean, that brings back us, yeah. better memories, I guess. I wouldn't necessarily listen to him now, but he'll always hold like a cool, yeah, memories to be honest. So, um, so logic's like that. What was honest. the one song on Burnout Paradise? 
Take me down to the paradise city. No, it's, there's hey, no... Hey, hey, you, you. Yeah, the Avril, it's Avril Lavigne <laughs> just song, which is that, yeah. on repeat constantly. <laughs> That's what he had on the radio station. We didn't know how to change yeah, it. We pulled it all night. It was like, it's just banger, like, yeah, like, getting along with it. You <laughs> just find yourself constantly singing it for like six hours straight. Yes, it was. But yeah, it's cool that you can like, you can look at it in your own way. Yeah, it's good that... And it makes you happy in whatever way yeah. it does. Like, you don't have to... It doesn't have to be the same as anybody mm-hmm. else's. As long as it's like a positive way for you, yeah, then it doesn't really matter about what anybody else thinks or what the actual meaning is. As long as it's making you exactly through happy, their venting, it's helping out someone else, isn't yeah. it? It depends like how personal an issue that you're explaining in the lyrics, but even then, you could still relate in certain mm-hmm. ways. Your own problem, isn't it? Or things that you want to relate to. It's cool, though. right? Favorite lyric. I've got a couple of screenshots. Look, I've gone. I've done parts of. Um, Lucy Rose's parts as well, because I quite like what she says. Right, yeah. You say a couple, you've got more than a couple there, but okay. That's <laughs> right. It's only a yeah, couple. It, yeah, bars. it doesn't matter. It's not like it matters. Just you say a couple, and you've got like. Eight. Oh, okay. So should I start with logic? It's a mixture of her and him, so that might be all right. Have you actually got up, the, isn't it? Have you actually got the titles of the songs no. as well? That's helpful then. <laughs> I've just got. <laughs> so his just lyric. say them. I'll see if I can say. Okay, it. so it goes: Enjoy yourself, but don't escape in a substance. Dealing with your problems head on brings rewards in abundance. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I should have said what the song is. But I just like the lyric. I think it was quite cool. I was, I was listening to it and I went on rap Are you sure it's not Red Pill? It might have. It yeah, might be because Red Pill's about drugs, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, anyway. it'll take a while for the song title to stick on my head. I probably had yeah. the lyrics there and I was reading it whilst listening to it yeah. just so it sinks in a bit better. Yeah. But that's cool. That's literally just saying um, don't escape from your problems with drugs. Like, try and deal them. I mean, that's a lot easier said than deal done, with them obviously. Head on kind of thing, yeah. But deal with them head on. You'll be stronger in yourself, yeah. isn't it? So, cool. Next. Um, should I do Lucy Rose? Yeah. So, this is an outro. So, true wealth cannot be measured in gold, but an experience, age, and everything that comes with it. It's a blessing. So many of us that are chasing our youth, fixated on the wonder years, when every moment they have now is wonderful. Family, friends, having children, and shifting the perspective on one's entire world in the blink of an eye. This is age. So, while you look in the mirror thinking those thoughts, just remember with every wrinkle and every grey comes another day that you're alive. So, that last line stuck out to me in all fairness. Every grey and every wrinkle, just remember you're alive, another day you're mm-hmm. alive, whatever. Um, that stood out to me, but it is that whole thing of you're living your life. But does it mean- be happy to be alive and enjoy what you've got? Yeah, I it think. goes to show, like, when you're, especially when you're younger, you have it in your mind a lot more, but you chase a lot of stuff like you chase like women yeah. cars or materialistic bullshit yeah and when you get like a bit older you kind of notice that like you're just lucky to be alive mm-hmm. you know what i mean just good health health as well exactly isn't it? yeah if you're waking up not aching then you're think right, yourself yeah. lucky you know what i mean <laughs> like you're blessed to actually, yeah whatever it's up to you what you're doing your day isn't yeah. it but i quite like that it's like, so it's shifting that he's obviously maturing in his lines isn't it yeah not saying he was immature to begin with but you just no, you just, just become more mature, changing mature, what you're rapping you? about yeah yeah so. Right, I'll keep going. Yeah, keep going for all of yours. So this is right at the start. So cruising through the universe in my spaceship because Earth girls nowadays too basic. <laughs> I love that. The fact I love the mixing in the mixing in the whole project is good, but the mixing in this where he's shifting his the like, weird, like, voice. voice yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. cool. I mean, Jeezy did one where the whole song is slowly, gradually going up and then right. goes down. Whereas Logic, it's like on a DJ spin deck, isn't it? Yeah, so, so it's, it's like, like spinning, him spinning vinyls kind of thing, isn't it? So yeah. he's got it's in one of the other. It might be in. Uh, my one of my other favourite ones, whichever one it was. I love the mixing uh, of it as well. Good. So self medication, where he obviously does his vinyl spinning, yeah, um, which obviously makes it sound cool. So yeah, keep going. Yeah, 
Uh, let me get up on my NPC. When it comes to making beats, I'm the MVP. I'm the main motherfucker. You're an NPC. <laughs> so yeah. He's took on board that trend is that everyone's yeah. calling everyone an NPC. If, That's fucking annoying. When if we were that. all in a video game, he's the main character and we're all little side buddies, aren't we? Yeah. Basically. Which yeah. is the mindset of everyone on TikTok at the minute, isn't it? It should be, the, just mi- recording it someone should saying, be the mindset of everybody. Yeah. You're honestly. the main character of your own story, aren't you? I yeah. mean, why would you Your life is your story. Yeah. And everybody else is just in it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay. Let's try to link this a sec. Yeah. So, addiction for school scholars. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Think of you as the sun, and then you've got the solar system, like all the planets circling around you. So, Mercury will be your family, your closest to you that circles around you. Maybe Venus will be your friends. You know what I mean? Then it keeps getting further and further yeah. away. So, that word sonda, which is like everyone has a their own unique story, the realization that everyone is you know have interesting lives no matter how pointless they might seem to you it's kind of like think of it as say you're the sun everything's evolving around you it's just different distances so the random buddy would be um pluto you know what i mean like the, yeah the so but you say that like other people like look that. at you and think oh like why do they think they're so important but then they can think that about you as well yeah exactly like, you could be the pluto you, in someone else's yeah life, you've got to look you've got to look yeah. at them and think they are me yeah just living a different life so their existence is just as important as mine. Yeah. And so, that's yeah. what logic's whole peace, love, positive, positivity yeah. is, isn't it? Peace, Literally, love, and positivity. That's, as long as you're sharing an, a positive image, who gives a fuck? Yeah. So. It is, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it, it made me think loads, to be honest. That's why I like this album, to be honest. He's like really, oh, I was quite sick with his lyrics. Um, born to die young, to die of an overdose, to die of a gunshot wound or die of loneliness this is the fate of so many born into poverty to make it out of your hood isn't about sporting chains and making millions of dollars it's about making a difference it's about making the right decisions and in turn breathing life into a community riddled with death i mean that's not as relatable because it's like obviously in the hoods and project living yeah. but again it's the last couple of things it's about turning your breath into helping the community just helping people isn't so it? there's a line that goes i don't know if it's in that song but it's like similar to that <laughs> it's in the hood about the only way that a lot of people make it out oh, in the trap, is isn't through it? death. Escaping through death, I think yeah. he says. Yeah. The only way you can actually escape that reality mm. is death. Like a lot, most people won't make it out kind yeah. of thing. Like the only way you're going to make it out is if you die. And he says, um, oh, we're trying to be a gangster or something, you might look cool. And it's like, well, it's not really because if you end up dead or in prison, it's a bit like, what's, gonna, what's the point? Yeah. You look like a penis. Yeah, because nobody in the gang will care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you probably just, yeah, so, yeah, but again, that's yeah, what it is. I think with that as well, with the prisoners, you've got to live that sort of life for them to tell you. If it's some people like us, if you haven't necessarily been in the hood or anything yeah. like that, or projects, and you're trying to tell people how to live their life, it's not going to go down well. I think no, you exactly. need people who live it, yeah. experienced it, gone to jail, said, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. So, fair play to the people doing that because <laughs> I'm able to do that. Um, so focused on the past, don't think you listen when I spit it. That kid back in the basement, he made it, he did it. And now my life is different, so I rap about what I know from the basement to the mansion. There's maturity in the flow. Yeah. So it's the same sort of vibes that we've said, isn't it? From the basement to the mansion. So he's matured as a person as well as lyrically matured. And actually becoming like words. an influencer kind of thing. And uh, so we could do this more often. I quite like delving into the lyrics. To be yeah. honest, have you got how many? Have you got like two? I've only got two. Yeah. Oh, okay. one's, one's like. As soon as you mention lyrics to me, isn't it? I'm just going to yeah, exactly. yeah, go word for word. I could go so deep into it, but I ain't coming out of a hundred different things. So, <laughs> yeah. Do you actually enjoy doing this? I can just burn it off if you want. 
No, how many have you got left? Um, three. No, two. Go on then. So, and to the next chapter, the rest of their lives, through all the mayhem and adversity, through all the negativity and hardship, they did it. So that's right at the end, is it? I think that's on Lightyear. Is it? I think it's like he says his piece, fuck it, I'm out or something, and then she <laughs> says her nah, piece yeah. like that. And then, yes, one as well, yeah? Yeah. So this is when he starts singing on Lightyear again. I think he's got cool lyrics on Lightyear, to be fair. Yeah. But um, never belong to begin with, so this is goodbye, this is farewell, to the life I know so well, I'm breaking the chains, I'm ready for change. So that's, that's where the, that's I probably the coolest lyric. That's where I got the whole thing about he's moving into the next stage of his life, like with the NF thing as well. I mean, we've mentioned yeah. NF. Well, I've mentioned NF quite yeah. a lot. In well, this, yeah, to be honest, because it relates to you, so like, much. isn't it? But they're um, on, like we said, they're on very similar pages at the minute, yeah, exactly. like with their lives. So it is going to be when we, re- if we review NF's project, you probably link logic. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's vice versa, bo- isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they're so. both obviously lyrical par- new parents. They're both. What they similar called, type of artists like contemplative rappers or something like their lyrics are meaningful yeah so it's not like it's club music yeah. as such so they're both the same age as well or within a couple of years they're both like around their 30s yeah so yeah i like that lyric though never belong to begin with so even on the come up days like you would handle a lot of um rejection and neglect and things and people turn you away all the time yeah. and you'll always feel like what's the mm-hmm. point sort of thing but it's cool that he's got his crew that he's kept with him the whole time that's something that's cool but right um i've actually got the fucking titles for the ones that i did so uh, you know, <laughs> Good uh, in cpo so this is the actual like i say meaningful one um used to make all my decisions based off the perception of others scared to do anything different i couldn't get with it too worried about others fuck them yeah i'm gonna do me homie and that's that Basically, wife line afterwards i think why why should i have to worry about what? what other people are I've worried too much about what others think why should I be doing that fuck it I'm gonna do what I wanna do when which do you is reckon? what I said in the new year isn't it I'm gonna do me homie because when he released his um, little oh, right. snippet for this that was one of the lines for the NCPO one and, our and I was like slogan. yeah fuck it you yeah exactly you, that's why it? I came up with that slogan but they said, to um, when do you reckon he got the more fuck you attitude I think it's the everybody album I just think that's when he peaked with just people expecting shit from him so Which, yeah, why the, personally I didn't think that album was too I great. think everybody is as big as the album though because of 1-800 because that basically blew him up mm-hmm. and obviously he was doing like Grammy shows and all that wasn't he? he was nominated and stuff like that so that album got big because of that but I think it's more the buddies and suits telling them what to do yeah I think hence the people, why he got pissed off with Def Jam you can get used to what the public sort of eye I think in a way you can kind of shift it yourself but the fact that it's the more behind the scenes are puteers, I think, that just so, piss you off. I'm you saying that, it doesn't matter. This is going to sound quite bad. It doesn't matter what the fans think at the end of the day. If he's enjoying what he's doing... The fans are going to follow it. But if he's enjoying what he's doing and nobody likes it, as long as he's enjoying himself, same with everybody, as long as the person is enjoying doing yeah. what they're doing, why should anything else matter? It's when the suits come in and they're trying to tell him that he can't do something that he wants to do... Or tell, like, you might get told mm-hmm. you're not allowed to do something. It's like, yeah, but there's nothing wrong with me trying to do that. And it's what I want for my life. Why are you telling me not okay. to do it? And that you can't go and do it. Whereas when it's the fans, you can kind of think, mm-hmm. fuck it. You you can do it. It's going to piss a lot of people off and you might flop. Yeah. But at least you can still be who you want to be. Whereas when you're tied down to something, you can't exactly be it. Which is, I think, what Def Jam did to him. They were kind of... Mm-hmm. tying him down to quite a lot and caused quite a lot of problems for him that it was kind of ruining his whole perspective and outlook on it and 
that's why he kind of wanted to give up a bit. And okay. now that he's independent, I think he's going to run with it and have a lot more fun with it, knowing that he can do whatever he wants. Okay, I'll try to chuck it into perspective. Right. Because <laughs> when you were saying that, I listened to a podcast today. It was with James Acaster, and he said, he listened to a podcast with Dave Grohl, you know, the lead yeah. singer of Foo Fighters, and he lost where he was with the music and like he didn't actually like what he was making and everything so he said fuck it i'm gonna make stuff i like this at the moment he was really popular and everything so he started doing that he said the music went down you know like yeah. his music was shit like it might not be shit but obviously it's james acaster like it's, it, it wasn't the best but obviously you're enjoying yourself so he says where's that tipping point where you're just gonna be like fuck it i want to do what i like even though the quality might not be as good you might not be as successful, but it depends like where you are financially as well, I'd imagine. Do you need the money? Do you, are you going to technically sell your soul? Would you do that if you're in the position where you say, fuck it, I'm just going to do my own thing still and stay happy with it? Yeah, It's hard though, isn't it? I mean, you got to be put in that position, I think. Cause you yeah, can, you can't know until you are there, Yeah, sort of thing. You can get promised like all this stuff, isn't yeah. it, I'd imagine, but I don't know. It's quite interesting to see that because then he said it as a stand-up comedian, um, you had a best-selling show. Everyone was selling out. You might walk off the stage going, "I hated that." Yeah, you know exactly, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I might have watched you and said, "Mate, you smashed it," and you're like, "Nah, it was shit." Like, you know what I mean? It's like, so you're really successful, but you hated it. So it's like you're gonna do content that you like. You might not necessarily get the laughs, but so oh, there's hard, a, isn't it? <laughs> there's a line in oh, I don't know what song it is. Oh, um, it might be Paradise Two. I'm probably extremely wrong here. Where he goes along the lines of saying something like, um, don't give up your dreams for a nine to five. Um, make sure you're actually doing what you want to do so you can kind of enjoy your life. Yeah. Um, what is the point in doing something that you don't enjoy? That it might be a certain point where it's difficult when you're not rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, kind of, you have to put up with the bullshit mm-hmm. because you need to be able to live. Um, but don't, don't let that get in the way of doing what you actually want to do. Yeah. Um, like, okay, it might push it aside a little bit, but you need to you need to still put the time into doing what you want to do as well as that. So you need to try and make time for it instead of just yeah pushing all of your dreams and that, what you actually want to do to the side just because of your absolute bullshit nine to five. Yeah. That gets in the way and that's taking over your life. Maybe you need then need a change. You need to think right. Okay. I need a new job. Mm-hmm. So that I can have a better outlook on life. Yeah. Which kind of, I'll say kind of what I did because my hours used to be absolute shit and I couldn't do anything. Changes your environment a little bit, changes your out of a rut a little bit, isn't it? It's a yeah, new exactly. rut. No, yeah, but, um, well, no, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> but there's so. one quick interview. Um, he says, would money bring happiness? He says it doesn't necessarily bring happiness. Yes, it will provide opportunity and choices. That's what it will give you. Yeah. But like people, you live to your means, isn't it? So if you had a promotion, you probably end up with the same sort of money. You just got more fancy of shit or whatever um but they always think that money would just give you the opportunity and choices if you're kind of lucky enough to have that then fair play run with it yeah. but if obviously if you need the money it's a bit mm-hmm. different isn't it a bit different responsibilities but if you've got the freedom at the minute then do Why it not? isn't it yeah but no right it's quite um, cool though <laughs> introspective album wouldn't exactly. you think from logic Jokes, lyric. Just say it. Oh yeah, why not? Uh, right, Gaithersburg freestyle. Uh, so used to bust tables just for the tips. Now these bitches begging oh, me tip for of the my tip of my dick. dick. Yeah, I was gonna write yeah. that. I like that. Just, just bust, yeah, bust tables. That's what he says that a lot, doesn't he? But yeah, because obviously that's what he grew up. Used to that's bust what he, tables, that's what he used to bust rhymes. Yeah, exactly. That's what he used to do. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? 
the fact that he did all those jobs and then you, you still went home and he rapped in front of the mirror, isn't yeah. it? Like it was just on your mind. And I said with some of them, you've got to be obsessed with it. I think Jack Harlow says it's a scary obsession. That's what he says in one of his lyrics. Oh yeah, that rings a bell to be honest. Yeah. I don't know if it's from his song that I know. I think so. Yeah, it's one of his that he but... says in the lyric, and it is like that. And it said initially, only you're gonna see it, like when in the car, where the bitch is at, and he says where the beat. It's like you're. It's on your mind, yeah. non-stop. Kind of on yours, and then on. Yeah. Music is on your mind, literally, <laughs> repeatedly. But you've got to like... be. You always have your mind open and be inspired, and that's what draws you in for lyrics. Mm-hmm. So you're always listening to something. You're taking it in so much. Like, what could you use in your craft? So that's why Logic likes the films, because I imagine he'll go quite cinematic with it, because so many opportunities from films for lyrics yeah, and the things. the whole Quentin direction. Tarantino thing, isn't that? And it's hard it's to Bobby explain Tarantino. it, I think. <laughs> yeah, if you have quite a creative or artsy mind, it just clicks, I think. Yeah. And you're always ready for content, I think. You're always Whether looking, it's good looking or not, for something. But you've always you? got something, yeah. yeah. Cool. So just become obsessed with whatever you like. Whether it's it's got to be legal. <laughs> as, long, as long as it's not illegal. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you can do that. <laughs> Is um, that it? Yeah, I think so. I think we've de- delved into yeah, it quite loads, deep there. So the fact we've gone like on tangents a little bit as well is quite nice because I do feel like the meaning behind that album is a change, which I think NF's going to bring this as well when we come to review that. Yeah, so I... You could go absolutely mental with the lyrics on that, to be honest. Yeah, and that's going to so, be hard for lyrics. Uh, you would just have to maybe ignore that section because otherwise we'll be here forever. <laughs> um, right, I believe new music oh, shit, is next, yeah. isn't it? So well, obviously that album, Logic's album, is top of the list top. because you know, go right. So it's Suicide Boys, Shakewell, Shameless Suicide, Gorillas, Cracker Island, Inhaler, Cuts and Bruises, Wiz Khalifa, Star Power, N Dubs, Torbus, Freestyle. Don Tolliver, Lovesick, probably the biggest release. Um, Yeet, Afterlife, Lil Wayne, DMX, Can't Nobody, The Weeknd, Ariana Grande, Die For You, Remix, Quavo, Greatness, that's a tribute to... Um, shit. Good. Take Off, sorry, because <laughs> he passed away. Um, NLE Chopper, Ain't Got No Answer, Lil Pump, Tesla, Rich The Kid, Lil TJ, Do You Love Me? Chloe, Chris Brown, How Does It Feel, Chinks, OS, One-Sided Story, Alone Star, Ed Sheeran, Jethro Sheeran, Raise Em Up, Tropical Mix, The Kid Leroy, I Guess It's Love, Potter Paper, Multifaceted, J1, Bella, Most Act, The Weeknd, Russ Millions, One of a Kind, and then Skrillex, Don't Get Too Close. Which is a week old now, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, I didn't actually know he dropped something. I know he's doing a duo with Fred again. They seem to be quite yeah. a cool um, duo, to be honest. So, there we go. Right, um... So there's no joke or fact this week, but I've got a scenario, which is jokes, just because I've seen, I saw a news story about it from, it was from a few years ago about about a story of a man in this situation. Okay. Um, And with Cocaine Bear and Winnie the Pooh being the two uh, film recommendations. Both bears. Yes. So if you were in the forest, okay. And there was a bear, right? And it clocked on a bear cub and a mama bear. Okay, mm-hmm. the mama bear clocked on to you. Mm-hmm. So I'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought you'd say. <laughs> what would you? What would you do? Genuinely, what would you do? Have you ever watched the film The Revenant? Yeah, it'd be like that. <laughs> so elaborate. ripped to shit. Okay, so <laughs> grizzly bear. Fuck that! I'm yeah, dead. Gris- I'm, dead. Yeah. I'm dead. So you wouldn't try and run or anything? I don't think I would. So I'd, if there's a gun, shoot it. There's people saying <laughs> on myself. There's people saying climb a tree. 
great. A bear can climb a tree, so you know, you're fucked there. Um, run away. Just talking about run a bear, aren't you? Exactly. So, this there's is probably some survival tip that might give you a chance, but the fact there's a little cub there, bear's gone into territorial protection yeah. mode. All it sees you as is a threat. Yeah. So, so I don't know. <laughs> this is going to sound absolute jokes. Okay? This is what somebody did, and I genuinely think it is the right thing to do. Right. What's the point in climbing a tree? What's the point in running away? You're going to get caught. Fight it. Yeah, why not? I mean, you wouldn't just accept your fate and probably, you'd probably put up some sort of fight. If it attacked, you, you'd want to try and get away first, wouldn't you? But it's it's a fucking bear. bear yeah. It's going to catch you, especially mm-hmm. in that situation. So <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but this is what this man did and he survived. Really? He fought a grizzly bear. Yeah. I mean, he tried to climb a tree. It grabbed his leg and dragged him out. But then it like it ripped half his face off. Oh. It clamped his jaws around his fucking his head, mm-hmm. and like it was trying to rip his legs off and all that sort of shit. And he managed to f- actually, essentially, fight the bear off. So from but do you trying- want to still be alive after that? Though? Exactly. <laughs> so from trying to gouge its eyes out to grabbing its tongue didn't exactly work and then there was these like little flabby bits on its side and he grabbed them and it made the bear squeal and the bear ran away obviously it came back for second (laughs) it was a female so no what were they the flabby bits so if you're getting (laughs) a bear attacking you just grab flabby bits on the side yeah exactly but it didn't seem to like it but it ran away and then it came back and attacked him again of course so eventually the bear fucked off because it obviously it was in pain or it that flabby bit but is. the fact that he managed to fight off a bearish jokes yeah you're in the fucking sea with a shark you're not going to outswim it are you but just fight it it's hard because like the strength of that would be mad like you know when they said yeah when um poopy's got bitten by the shark isn't it it's like you don't how baity you are compared to that shark is the amount of force that shark it, has on you is you're yeah. not going to do anything as soon as his jaws are clamped down you're fucked yeah yeah if your leg's not gone or your arm's not gone or you've not got your head bitten off you're fucked. So like you're s- stuck in its mouth. <laughs> Attempt to fire then. Or lie plank position on the floor. And this see is not the- advice. This is just a joke situation. <laughs> <laughs> if it were to happen. If it were to happen to me, I would try and fight the bear. It's like they said the Revenant there, because they start peeling you apart when you're still alive, though. It's not a quick death. It's so mad, the dude tried to play dead, and he said it was gnawing on his head, on his skull. So it was biting <laughs> into his skull, just gnawing away. So that's when he maybe thought, not I need to fight. So maybe don't play dead. Not, don't be a possum. Maybe not plank position. Exactly. Well, I mean, if you want to, maybe fancy and kink is to get eaten by a bear, <laughs> so you never know. Maybe um, just, if you can, just see if you can conversion kick the cub before the mum does it, so at least you've actually like made a little emotional damage on the bear. Or the turn mum. into a male grizzly bear and just absolutely slaughter her. Imagine, no, if you had a bear running at you, just run to the cub and just boot it in the head and see if you can take I mean, it out. Surely the mother bear would then go to the cub and make sure it's okay instead of attacking you. Cause it, what's more important, to attack the part? If you had a baby and somebody drop kicked it, would you attack the person or would you go to the baby? <laughs> any not normal, not you, right? Any normal person, normal, any mother, any normal person. would go to the baby, wouldn't they? They'd run off to the baby. Yeah, exactly. Side. And then the dad would go into fucking primal fuck you up mode, turn into it? a bear and just absolutely shrek you. Yeah. So, <laughs> on that note, we'll okay. leave it there. So watch Cocaine Bear in cinemas if it is, and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. We'll give you a verdict on it. So we'll watch them. Yeah.
Right. Have we done? Yeah. Socials. So find us on all streaming platforms under the So Insights podcast. Please leave us a rating and review. Twitter, SI Index, TikTok, Instagram, So Insights Index, and YouTube, Soul Insights. Like you said, we'll try and review albums every now and then, I reckon. Yeah, we'll try and make it a little thing to Mm. do. Uh, So College Park Logic. Go and check it out. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Toodaloo. Thank you.